Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke, to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. So we're trying a new podcast set up today. We are sitting on our couch and we get a whole new arrangement, mm-hmm. I think, like yes. a better term. And so we're trying some new things out. So Bob got bored, so we rearranged the office. I do that sometimes. Went for it. I think that was something when we got married, we both discovered that we like to rearrange. It's funny because I used to make my younger sister, we shared a room for a long time, and I used to make her rearrange our room all the time. And she was like, oh, Linda. I feel like there's people who <laughs> like rearranging and there are people who oh, I are like, no, it. I want it to be the same for 25 years. No, I'm not that Don't, at all. I know. But I'm saying there are people who are like that. I know. It's true. It's just, it, I just, I love to rearrange. Yeah. Okay. So Bob showed me this article by this guy named Paul Graham. And... Um, it's called the top of mind idea, right? Yeah. And so the idea is, okay, think, picture yourself like you get in the shower or you're doing something where it's like, you're just kind of going through the motions. You've done it a million times, brushing your teeth, whatever. And your mind just starts wandering. And he's talking about how important that time is. And the, the top of the mind thing is he's saying like, the most pressing and important thing in your life, your brain will be working in the background to find solutions for. Yeah. And so, you know, he's talking about how, like you'll have that moment where you're like, "I've I've been working towards finding a solution to this. And all of a sudden I get in the shower and it was like, it hit me. You yeah. know, and I think what he's saying is that you're, when your mind is wandering, it often can come up with solutions. And it's such a necessary part of the process. Yeah of problem solving. Yep, exactly. Which is really fascinating. Yeah, and so one example they gave in here that I thought was interesting, he said, I noticed startups got way less done when they started raising money. So this guy's in the startup world and works with a lot of different startups. Mm -hmm. But he said, it wasn't until we ourselves raised money that I understood why. He said, the problem is not the actual time it takes to meet with investors. The problem is that once you start raising money, raising money becomes the top idea in your mind. That becomes what you think about when you take a shower in the morning. And that means other questions aren't. So for a startup, they have this, you know, so picture Uber, picture whatever, uh, any of these new companies that are trying to do something unique and trying to push the envelope Mm -hmm. and trying to solve some really big problems. As soon as they have to turn their attention towards, all right, we have to focus on getting money. Now they can't focus on this big significant problem that they're trying to solve. Right. And this is what he's saying is like, how can we get rid of this smaller, um, less important in which I think he's saying raising money is in many cases, in this uh, case, how yeah. can we get those things out of our minds so that we can focus on the main thing? And I think there's so many implications to this. Mm-hmm. And I think as Christians, like I immediately come back to all the times where Maybe I was doing something or felt like I was doing something God called me to do and I got distracted by something else. Yeah. And maybe it was, oh man, it looks like money's going to be tight this month. That's one of a million different things that it could be. Right. But that is a significant one. That's a big one for a lot of people. Yeah. 
And so like with that in mind, I don't, because the, the knee-jerk response to this, well, sometimes you just need money, right? right. Like that's, that's the thing that I think most people would say, well, yeah. I just really needed money, so it should have been top of my mind. And I, and I get that. Mm -hmm. But again, like tapping back into the unfair advantage that we have as believers is we have the promise that God's going to provide for us. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, if we put that in the context of if God called us to do X and Y, then we let him do his job of providing for us and we just focus on X and Y and get our mind off of mm -hmm. how he's going to provide and when he's going to provide and all that stuff. Like that frees us up to run in the direction of what he's called us to do and to do it better. Right. Well, and I think he's not saying, well, don't think about that ever. I think what he's saying is keep your focus where it needs to be. Yeah. Keep your focus on what the exactly. Lord has for you. Yeah, but it's so easy to get obsessed and to make that thing top of mind that shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And I think in many cases, you know, I've been so guilty of this where I've lost track, fully focused on the thing God has called me to do. And, you know, in this one specifically, although many other distractions have led me astray and become mm -hmm. top of mind, but the, the financial component of it, it's like, all right, are we going to be able to pay whatever, all of our bills this yeah. month? Are we going to be able to do it's the things that we want to do financially? And so, yeah, that's just something to consider uh, in all this, you know? Well, and as I was reading it, I kind of was taking it a step further and I was thinking, well, what is at the top of my mind? Mm -hmm. Is it the word? Yeah. Like I, I was taking it to, to as a, a little bit convicting, um, not condemning, but convicting in the, am I filling myself up with the words so that my mind, when it wanders, it is going back to finding the solutions from the Bible yep. of what God says about the situations that I'm in. Yep. Because that's ultimately what I want it to do. I want to be yeah. so full of the word that when these solutions or when these problems come up, that my solution can come out of. Yeah. The Bible. I feel like the Holy Spirit reveals us, reveals things to us all the time. And if it's coming from a place of where I'm filled up with the word, even if it's not direct words from the Bible, the spirit on it will be yeah. Yeah. godly and biblical instead of it being me striving to figure it out. Yeah. And I think that's one really solid side. The other thing I would add to that too, I mean, kind of dovetailing to what I was saying before is like, what is that thing that God has put on your heart, that that driving thing there? Yeah. And how can we make that be the thing that is top of mind? Mm -hmm. Because, again, it's like that's all the enemy wants is for that not to be top of mind. Right. Because really, really focused people like get crazy things done, especially mm -hmm. when God's involved, you know? Yeah. And so how do we get more focused and how do we be focused on the right thing right. Um, for the vast majority of our time? Mm hmm one like practical example of this that I, I feel like I've thought through over the mm -hmm. recent years, like with our business, I've always, I've loved the growth side of our business. I love getting into the numbers. I love SEO. I love, you know, pay-per-click advertising. Like I, I love nerding out on the <laughs> marketing side and all that stuff. But like God made it really clear to me that I can't be doing that stuff if we're going to take seed time to where it needs to go mm -hmm. and that I need to find someone else to do that, even though right. I enjoy it, even though I have somewhat of a gifting for it, an ability for mm -hmm. it. Because the problem for me is that that becomes top of mind rather than serving you listening right. or watching rather than 
you know, really just staying in tune and in line with what God has called us to do as an organization mm -hmm. and to help the people who are called to help. When my focus is on marketing and how do we increase this number over here and how mm -hmm. do we increase this conversion rate and all this stuff, like that's just not my job. And and it's been hard for me to lay that down because I've enjoyed it, but mm -hmm. but that is someone else's job, you know, and this goes back to another podcast we talked about with Stephen from the Bible and this whole idea of there's someone who is supposed to do that job and there's, you know, we all right. have a job, individual job to do. But yeah. so that's just something that personally I've had to work through in order to stay focused on the thing that God wants to, for me to be at the top of my mind. Mm -hmm. Another example in here that he mentions, he says this, I hear similar complaints from friends who are professors. Professors nowadays seem to have become professional fundraisers who do little research on the side. Oof. And I think really like what this means, the problem with this is that all of us are so focused on money and making money mm -hmm. that we're not focused on the thing that God has called and created us to do. Mm. And so for these professors who, if they devoted their life to research without having to think about money and the fundraising part of it, yeah. how much more could they do? And yeah. I remember- How much more valuable would they be? I remember with, uh, I don't, I'm probably going to get the um, composer wrong. I think it was Bach or Beethoven, one of them. One of the uh, bees. One of the bees. One of the <laughs> classical bees. I believe if I remember this right from music appreciation class uh -huh. many, many years ago, that it was fairly common in those days for basically wealthy people, whoever in society to basically spot these genius musicians, composers, and more or less finance them and say, I'm covering you for the next decade or 20 mm. years so that you can do the thing that God has created you to do. Yeah. You are so good. You're uniquely talented, uh, created by God to do this. And you go do that work so that you don't have to go work at a restaurant, you know, and work three right. jobs. You know what I mean? Because like, I don't know, it's just that's such an interesting concept. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why we promote generosity so much is because like we see the opportunity that we can give so that other organizations, ministries, you know, whatever, can do the thing that they're good at instead of trying to always be like, okay, who's going who's gonna to give us money yep. next? Yep. It's like, if you find something that you really believe in, like give to that organization because then they don't have to do that work. And, and you know, tell your friends and family about it, you know, whatever, or people that you, you see that have like a similar um, thing in their heart for that ministry because... They should not be spending their time trying to get money from other people. Yeah, the thing that I'm seeing, like, as we're discussing this is just that God has all the provision there. Mm -hmm. It's just that we're all, like, running in the wrong direction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Because this is a thing. Like, when you get after and do the thing that God has created you to do, and you do with excellence, and you do with all your might, mm -hmm. that's where we see this world-changing stuff. Yeah. And in many cases, probably most cases, like... When you're doing that, the money just kind of takes care of itself mm -hmm. and it's not a thing. And, and we see this with people who really have given everything they have to make an impact on the world. You right. know, So two, who you may or may not have any appreciation for or even respect as human beings, but like Mark Zuckerberg for so long um, just had no desire, no interest in even having ads on Facebook. Now, obviously, it's completely different and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or Elon Musk is another one mm -hmm. uh, where, you know, that dude had made, I think it was 30 million or 90 million or something from his sale of PayPal. Oh, my gosh. Like, he was set financially, and then he 
risked it all to start uh, SpaceX mm -hmm. and to do this. And it's like he would have been penniless, like blew everything on that. Right. Like had that third, I think it was third or fourth rocket failed. I mean, and so it was all after everything was chasing the goal, the vision that he had. You know, I mean, and well, and I'm even thinking like our our friend is a photographer, and she had the unique experience of going to an orphanage in Africa, where there is a woman there who has rescued and raised several children and helped them find a home in the community, and. She said she knows every kid's name. She knows their story. She knows where they've moved. If they've been moved to a family and been with a family, she knows exactly where they are. And, you know, she's she's this unsung hero who most of us will never know her name, right? Yeah. I think her name was Ruth. And she's doing this work that is clearly a, a, something that the Lord has put on her heart. And most people don't know who she is and will never know her name, never see her face, never give her any credit or a pat on the back or a high five. And she's doing this work that is so important and is life-changing for these kids, which will then create more life change from there. And if we, as very blessed Americans, can just funnel some money over there so that she doesn't have to think, well, how am I even gonna feed these kids? Yeah. Or how am I gonna feed myself? Should I feed them or myself? Like. If she doesn't have to make those decisions, then she can continue to do the work that the Lord has for her. Yeah. In secret, you know, it, it doesn't have to be yeah. on a huge platform. And, and I think this is the thing, like <clears throat> how all these dots connect, you know? So for example, us, like I believe that we are called to do what we do in financial education right. to the marketplace, to church Christians. Like this is who we are called to and what we're called to do. Mm -hmm. In doing that, I believe that God is going to continue to fulfill 2 Corinthians 9, 8, provide an abundance for every good work. I yeah. believe the work that we are doing is good, and I believe that he's going to provide an abundance for it. As he does, it's going to allow us to be able to give to a lot of these organizations that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And so point in that is I think there's a lot of businesses. I think there's a lot of people who are called to be entrepreneurs and to do different things mm -hmm. and to do that good work so that God can provide an abundance for that good work. Yeah, uh, And so... We have that promise that he's going to provide for us as business owners, so we don't need to freak out about it. Yeah. And at the same time, as that abundance comes, it can flow through us to all those others mm -hmm. who need it, all those other organizations. And it's like, as all this stuff works, like I can just see this almost like beginning to clarify where it's like God's got all the provision there, but right. we're all out of fear or yeah. out of something else. Like all of the wires are getting crossed. And so it feels like no one has enough. But really, everything's there, but we just have to do it and operate the way that God set it up. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Yeah, that's so good. I also am reminded when you were saying that of this Reinhard Bonnke quote, where he was talking about, he was talking about, in, in relation to people thinking that one part of the body of Christ is more important than another. And he yeah. said, my arm is above my leg, but it's not the position that matters. It's the function. Like, are they both functioning? Are they both serving me well? Yep, yep. And I mean, I think it's just really interesting that as we function the way we're supposed to in the place that God has us, then the whole body can work together. And we won't have to worry about some of these things that we're naturally worried about, you yeah, know? Yep, yep, yep. That's good. So anyway, this is a thought for today. Mm -hmm. So homework for you is to figure out 
what should be top of mind for you. Yep. And what are those things that keep creeping up to top of mind? And how how can you change that? And I think this is something that you can pray about, ask God for wisdom on, mm -hmm. right? And ask him to like remove some of those other things that, sh that don't, uh, that, that should not be taking up space in your head. Yeah. I mean, because this is, yeah, this is my prayer. This is my prayer. Like, how can I, Lord, how can I be more focused on the thing that I should be top of mind for me? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's yeah, different he, for all of us. He also used like offense as one of those things that it's yep. like when you have drama with a certain person. Yeah. We'll have this article linked up down below. It's worth reading. And it's honestly, it's one I'd love to come back to every year and just reread. But yeah. that is one of the things he mentioned is basically offenses and yeah. drama. Like, Stuff mm -hmm. like that, which obviously plenty of people are dealing with that, right. you know, and getting distracted by that too. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so that's what we have for today. I hope you have a blessed day. Yeah, let us know what you think, and we'll see you in the next one. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up.